Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Riggs and Alley. Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. Hey, hi. hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Wow. Nobody wants to work for you, dude, because you're going to jail. All right. So, R. Kelly, his trial's starting in two months. Two months, August 9th. Okay. Two months away from that, all right? He's going to be on trial for racketeering, sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, forced labor, bribery, all these things. Well, two of his top lawyers have quit, and they don't want to work literally two months before the trial is supposed to start. That's bad. Yeah. That's really bad when your lawyers quit. We really um, don't know it. We don't know how to defend you, bro. Like, well, we, we don't know what to say anymore. They're claiming that they're fighting with the other lawyers who are on the case, and that they feel like they will not try a case with this is their quote, with lawyers who don't have the appropriate level of experience and skill because that is not in the client's best interest. They said it's a shame that lawyers can't suppress their own egos or self-interest and do or act in the client's best interest. So They're smearing the other lawyers. They're smearing the other lawyers. They are. The two who quit are saying he has crappy lawyers and we're not working with them. They're all going at it. Then those lawyers were saying, oh no, R. Kelly fired those two guys. Okay, two months before his trial, doubtful. Yeah. <laughs> you keep trying to find new counsel at that point. Want Correct. a trial this big? Good luck. Uh-huh. But all the lawyers are fighting, but a judge has to sign off saying that those lawyers can leave the trial. So oh, okay. we'll see if that happens. But two of his top lawyers with the most experience want to quit because they don't want to work with his other lawyers who have been around. Don't for, blame him. I don't want to work with R. Kelly either. I don't know anyone would want to defend that guy. How did you end up nope. on the case in the first place? <laughs> right. right. So yesterday I took my son Hudson to baseball practice, but it rained last night. So it rained? 10 minutes in, lightning and oh, thunder. Okay, yeah. 10 minutes in at 5.10 p.m. Lightning and thunder. We got Got there at five, Riggs. <laughs> so it's lightning and thundering. The coach goes, well, that's a wrap. So everybody got in their cars yes. and left. You don't want to be swinging around a metal no. bat when it's lightning and no, thunder. No, no. No. The second, you see, the thunder alone was scaring the seven-year-olds. And like Hudson jumped. I mean, it scared him when you're outside and it's I that heard loud. It, we got the thunder and lightning in Franklin. I yeah. didn't get any rain. Oh, that's why well, it was like. Ton. That's, why that's so funny in New Berlin. So interesting. they called the practice. We left. So then it's 510. We were supposed to be at practice for like an hour and a half. So our, our, our our night has opened up, Riggs. So I said, well, we got to go to Target. Oh. And so the boys were like, can we please go to Target? So we run over to Target. Your boys want to go to Target? Yes. They want to go anywhere. That'll They're, change they when wanna, they get older. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but right now, it's the hope that I'll buy them a Lego or yeah. something stupid. Owen, however, was on a mission to get a end of the year gift for his teacher. He oh had told he was, you know when you're nine, this is like one of your first time. he's like, mom, I know what I want to get. I want to go look around. She likes arts and crafts. And me, I'm like, can we just get her a gift card? She doesn't want all that, dude. No. She doesn't want all your knickknacks. She wants a gift card. What, she you, wants cash, honestly. You can't, tell the you kid can't that. give her cash. Right, the kid's pumped. So we go around, <laughs> Owen's going through the arts and crafts. He's got all this crap she's not going to care about. And I'm like, and I'll get the gift card. So point is this. At the end, Hudson even picked out something for his teacher. I said, you guys, why don't you get a card? And then you can write your teacher a note and I can put the gift cards in there. There Wink, wink. And then you can write some more. Well, we get over to the greeting cards. And first of all, 
they don't even know how it works, the greeting card system. And this is my point. If nobody ever tells you or shows you something your whole life, something so stupid as looking for a greeting card could be an issue. They didn't understand that there are sections. Anniversaries, birthdays. I had to literally teach them, okay, see where it says birthday, see where it says anniversary, wedding. They were like, okay. It's like a library for cards. They had never never picked out a card. And I was like, these are stupid life things. You just... If nobody shows you, these so are they, for, these are the I'm sorry cards but, for when you screw up. That's right. <laughs> but then, they, what did they do, Riggs? They took the card and they walked over and set it in the card. I go. Oh, they didn't take the envelope. They didn't know. They didn't know about the envelope behind it, Riggs. So these were these moments as a parent. You're like, this is stupid, stupid life skill stuff. That if nobody takes you or shows you, you could end up in a store one day clueless. You know what I mean? If you, <laughs> like clueless. You would get home with the card and be and like, no all right, envelope. now what? Or just hand someone like, the card. Somebody's surely done that. I'm sure Somebody, it happens a lot. I had to, so I stopped and I said, you know what? This is a great teaching moment, boys. Every time you get a greeting card, there is an envelope right behind it. Go ahead and grab that. And I, you would have thought I taught them how to do <laughs> right. algebra rigs. Oh. I was so proud of myself. Oh. I was like, and now you're smarter. Now you know how to function a little bit more in the world when it comes. But these are just stupid things. Yeah. Buying a greeting card. Have you talked to them nobody about- nobody showed you, you like, know? Like the library, different sections of a library where to find different types of books. I didn't use or, that analogy, but they do the go to the library store. at school. Or the grocery store where to find different things in the sections of the grocery store <gasps> oh, where no. you want. They just know where the cookie section is. Exactly. That's all they know, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> they know where the cookies are and the chips. But like you can look up at the aisle and see where yeah. things are if once you can once you can read it and be like, oh, there's tea down that aisle. I don't know if I've ever showed them that. But again, these are stupid life skills. If you don't tell your kid or just teach someone, how would they know? And then, you know, my sister said, I was telling her this story last night, and she works in an elementary school. She goes, you know what problem we see that people don't know how to do? Fill out an envelope. I go, what do you mean? She goes, they (sighs) don't know how to address it. I said, she goes, people don't send mail as much. She goes, so we have, like, you'll give someone a big, let's say, manila envelope. Yep. And they'll fill out the address portrait. Or, oh, I know. <laughs> or, instead, or lands, you got landscape and portrait, right? Right. They, they will fill it up and down. <laughs> oh, right. right. Are you fall vertically? I see what you mean. They We're supposed will... to be in the bottom right side of it. They're right just in the middle of it, you mean? No, like if this is your, let's say this is your envelope and you're supposed to address it in the middle sideways, the post office has to have it sideways. Okay, it's supposed to be land. They I see. do it. Uh, standing, people address it the long way. They and, don't know. And the post office can't take it that way. It has to be this uh-huh. way. But again, if nobody ever told you you never sent mail, how would you know how to address an envelope? It could be like writing a check, too. For the same, same thing. Pe- when somebody has to write a yeah. check, if you ever have to. If you didn't know. If you didn't know, where do you, you sign know? it? How would you know to write yeah. $35.97 uh-huh. over 100 or whatever it has to be. I just thought it was interesting, all these little things in life. Yeah. We don't even realize we pick up along the way. Because we don't stop and talk about it, you know? You can always call or text 414-799-1037. Maybe you had to teach your kids one of these <laughs> stupid, silly little well, things. that My kid knows how to get a greeting card now. Sh- Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> show them where the anniversary cards are, too. <laughs> Look, if nobody showed you there was an envelope behind the greeting card, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> I said yesterday I took my kids to Target, and we just hadn't been on a shopping trip together in a long time because I yeah. just go without them. But I enjoyed the time with my boys, if you want me to be fr- I really enjoyed that little bit of time walking around Target, talking, discussing things, and teaching them how to buy a greeting card, <laughs> which then led to me thinking, how many things, if nobody taught you, you would never you, you know. Wouldn't know. We were talking about how to write out a check, which has generated a lot of phone lines, but let's go to Emily okay. in South Milwaukee. It's her birthday! Happy birthday! Woo! Yay! Thank you, my love. Aww, happy, happy 25. Birthday. Must be nice. You can finally rent a car. That's great. <laughs> 26. 26, yeah. Regs. Oh, 26. She nice. Okay, and said I lost my 26. insurance today. It's great. We're there. Woo! Oh, that's right. Nice. <laughs> Do not wreck your car while you're on the phone. Oh, Don't. my God. No. So, what were, you, what were you calling about? This? Yeah. Go ahead, but, Emily. So, I'm talking about writing checks. Yeah. My mom is an old school mom. She had me when she was 41. She's almost 70 now, type. That sounds like and a new know, school like, mom, actually. <laughs> old yeah. school would be having them early. No, go ahead, though. That's cool. Go no, on. No, that's fair. But, like, she had me, like, at that age. But, like, she always knew how to write checks. 
Uh-huh. She made sure that my brother and I knew how to write checks. Yeah. She'd have us write the checks that she was like giving to people. Well, that's just smart. So we could practice. You uh-huh. know? That's like, actually yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, I actually I like really that. I really appreciate that as an adult who yeah. now knows how to write my rent check. You yep. know, like I don't have to go to the bank and have like a money order. I don't have to do that. I don't do have people... to ask my mother how to write a check. Right, yeah. Emily, do people go get money orders just to avoid writing a check? Is that... Um, I think that's wow. part of it. I know some people who literally just don't have checkbooks. So they have to go all. get the money order. It's right, like right. Grown adults, yeah, who don't have checkbooks. I got my say down with and checks. Either they're like... Uh, I had never. I had a money order Venmo, one time. I didn't know whatever. what to do with it. Well, like, it's, my boyfriend's dumb. Don't lose it. Forgets right. order checks, so yeah. he'll have to go in and get a money order. I, you know, I, but I wrote a check to like my plumber the other day. I, I that was the only check I've written in like a year and a half. I'm very telling, rare. I don't write. Very I don't, rare that people take them anymore. Yeah, my checks yeah, have yeah. Care Bears on them. That's how ridiculous they are. I found the most ridiculous checks I could find and ordered them. That's why anytime I have to write them, you have to take a ridiculous check. You're the ridiculous <laughs> enough to ask for a check. You though, not the checks. Hundred <laughs> percent. You're the weird one, not the checks. <laughs> It's not my fault they make Care Bear checks. <laughs> when I order them. Look, Emily, Thanks happy for calling birthday. Emily. You have a great day, girl. Thank you. Enjoy have the day. day guys. Bye. Bye. Ashley's in Racine. Hi, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. One of those things that you wouldn't learn unless somebody ta- taught you about check it. Check stuff? That, yeah. So, I'm actually the teacher, so. Oh, she's a teacher. Okay. So, um, I teach grades 6 through 12. Uh-huh. Um, for social studies. So okay. when my kids actually take their economics course with me, I'd make it a point to teach them how to fill out their W-2s. <gasps> Tax stuff? Do, that is yeah, so smart. And how to do um, their taxes, because a lot of them are in their jobs and they don't know how to fill out that stuff. That's oh, because awesome. that's right, because when I was 16, my mom did my taxes. I never yep. thought about this. I remember I, I, I always had to fill see? out a 1040EZ. I don't remember what that was, yeah. but I remember having to fill that out and learning about yeah. it when I was in high school. This is yeah. smart. I like what you're doing, yeah. Ashley. Yeah. I also like um, have stuff to show them how to get like a used car and- Wow. Like life so, skills. Do you teach them yeah. about like investing money or of, like retirement and things like that? Do you even get into that at so all? so far down the road. It does, but- I them to that point yet, but I'm They wouldn't care well, if you basic, tried to do that. Well, basic Rick, finance. Basic, I'm saying basic finances, like right. saving money and such. They don't care about saving money is they my point should. when they're 16. They should. That's is my, my point. My point is they should. Let them deal with that no. heavy stuff when they're 25 and they're out of college, man. <laughs> Let them get through college first. Well, good for you for <laughs> teaching that kind of stuff, though, because- that's right, taxes. That's great. I wouldn't know. The taxes alone, uh-huh. I mean, I don't even think, nobody teaches you that stuff. Thank you for calling this morning. Yeah, thank you, thank Ashley. You. You Appreciate it. You too. Heidi's in Greenfield. Heidi, good morning. Good morning. Were you calling about checks or something <laughs> else, that you, little life lessons that you've learned? <laughs> the no, checks. Checks apparently is the topic today. That's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. The checks. I, I appreciate people like Ashley because I also am the teacher Mm-hmm. And everything at school, for some reason, you have to pay with cash or check, like for <gasps> she's right trips, or yearbooks um, or this, yes, totally, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times a parent won't know how much something is, so they'll send a check <gasps> made out to the school. No way, just blank. blank. <gasps> For their kid to fill out, and their kid has no idea how to, how do to it. fill out. Like the how the the amount. Yeah, it's so dangerous sending your kid out with a blank check. Yeah, it won't even it won't even be for me. They'll bring it to me in my classroom, and they'll be like, "I don't know how to do this." Oh, right. You have to write seventy five, and then you have to write the number out as words. I never I, I never understood that. Uh-huh. It didn't make any sense. We had to write Don't it out Don't forget as words. the and, zero, zero, over 100, and which you, is still annoying to write that out on a check. And then you have to draw the line to the Don't end. Don't forget those stupid lines. The line. <laughs> Otherwise, somebody can write and $100 million after if you don't do that line. The stupid line. <laughs> yes. These are juniors in high school, and I'm like, when yeah. I was a junior in high school, that's when I think I first got my checking account, so it's like uh-huh. nothing to me, but uh-huh. I'm like, you guys all, they all have debit cards. Yep. But That's what I was going to say. Venmo, you've got PayPal, yeah, you've they, got checking, you've got money cards. transfers. We didn't have debit cards in high school. That's what yeah, they no. have now. 
Yeah. We, we had cash yeah. and checks. Like, the, the, I am sick of the checks, though. I just yeah. want to stay for the oh, yeah. for the class. I'm down with checks, man. Like, I don't. I hate that we still use them when we have all these ways to pay digitally. We it had somebody come fix something at our house. The, the, they would only take checks. That was Annoying. it. Check or cash, and I went. That's it, really? You no. you won't take an yeah, online payment? No. Every time somebody asks for a check, I have to like laugh. <laughs> no, I have to be like a detective. I don't even know where my check. That's what I had to do. I had to where flip everywhere for my checks when I paid somebody the other day. Oh wait, everywhere. this is just deposit slips. I don't need this either. Mine were hidden in a cookbook. Above. I don't even know where they got their rigs. And now I have kids in school. They're in, they're in kindergarten, and I'm like. They need checks for stuff. I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Checkbook again? Right. right. Stupid checkbook. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for calling this Thanks, morning. Heidi. Good check. Check writing turned into a freaking it, hot topic this morning. Very passionate. Right? People don't know how to do it, man. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So we all can admit that we were taken aback by Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers' romance. We yeah. were just surprised by it. Right? We didn't see that one coming. Well, it came out of left field, and then they were like, engaged? What? Yeah, well, she's opening up. She did an interview with Shape Magazine where she talks about how the pandemic is what helped their love grow. She Ooh. said, quote... This is about her experience with Aaron Rodgers. Starting a relationship where you immediately move in with someone because it's a pandemic and you can't just get on a plane and go back and forth on weekends taught us a lot about each other very quickly. We jumped in headfirst and got some of the sticky bits out of the way early. Okay. Okay. She said she wouldn't have predicted this was going to happen because she was all by herself. She said it was me and my dog for three months. I didn't see anyone at the beginning. Uh She said it, but it just forced me to be still and quiet. But then seven months later, there she is with Aaron Rodgers. They're hunkered down in Montreal. They're having a relationship. They're living together. You know, she had done a new movie. She said he was binge-watching Jeopardy to prepare for his stint as a host. Mm -hmm. Um, But that it just meant to be. But here's what she said about Aaron Rodgers. Shailene Woodley said, quote, I have the perspective that I would have met Aaron in any context, any space and time, because I feel we were meant to be together. Aww. Now, why isn't How he going innocent. to minicamp? Yeah. Why? Where is he? Why isn't he showing up, Shailene? We have other questions. We don't yeah. care about that. I mean, we I do. do. But I do. Well, I want to know I why he's not. I hearing t- these details. Are you kidding me? I, uh, Packers fans would beg to differ. We want to know why he's not showing up at training camp. I want to know both. But more than anything, I want to know how the hell <laughs> Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers end up in the sack together engaged in seven months. <laughs> I need details, people. And we're getting them. And then Aaron Rodgers just said, you know, obviously. So he said he's ready to start a family. He's oh. he's been quoted saying that he said a lot of his friends and fam uh, friends and family members have families of their own. He's 37. He feels like he's ready for that step. It's all fun and games till you got a toddler in a diaper pooping on you, Aaron. It's all fun and games. You're gonna have to explain <laughs> to your child someday why you skipped minicamp. Why aren't you there? What are you doing? It's 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning, Good Briggs and Allie. Morning. A lot of people have been working from home. Mm-hmm. My wife, one of those included. My wife yeah. Alana works from home. Yeah. And she realized that her company this year they started giving them um, like hundred dollars in a month mm-hmm. to deal with at work expenses because right. they didn't they weren't going into an office so they give all their employees mm-hmm. like a stipend basically. That's nice. And she for the supplies you need. Yes. And yeah. She was like, I don't really need supplies. Like she doesn't print anything. <laughs> Exactly. Shalana, stop talking. Take the money. <laughs> but it had built up, Allie, to a point where she had $500 that she could spend. She hadn't bought anything. She hadn't bought anything. Nothing. So I would see her hunched over her desk that she has in her office, and I was mm-hmm. like, why don't you get a new desk that's a little bit taller? Yeah. She found a stand-up desk on Amazon, uh-huh. one of those ones that raises and lowers. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'll just get a desk that I can stand up or sit down at. Yeah. She has other people she works with that has one of these. She bought one. Mm-hmm. It arrived in a box, and I was able to put it together in mm-hmm. about an hour. She like, works I for was, her in the in the music industry as well. She does because I know people are like, "What does she do?" She, so let's just get that out of the way. My wife uh, calls radio stations and gets songs played on the radio. That's how him and Alana That's met. That's her job because she yeah. worked she worked through radio, and then they met years ago, and here we are. But, but anyway. she would call me and say, "Will you play this Jason Mraz song?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" Okay, yeah, together. I want to sleep with you. Of course, right. I'll play your music. Of course, music. I will. So that of course was how I they will. got together. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> so she orders this stand up desk, and I'm thinking it's going to take a long time. 
time to put this together. Yeah. Sever- four or five hours. I put it together in an hour. Oh. Not that difficult. Well, then what's the problem? Because the, the instructions were very well laid out. Yeah. It was packed in the box very correctly, like mm-hmm. lay, you know, from top to bottom. All the pieces were put together very easily. So I think that's fine. No issue. And then we get this filing cabinet. I was talking a couple of weeks ago about getting a filing cabinet because I'm was old school. Last week, first of all, and I was making fun of you for being 100. I know. But go on. I know. Instead so, of just digitally saving your stuff, you're like, I need a file cabinet. I need to, I want to file things. I want to have a place to file things. <laughs> so I was like, surely if I put together a stand-up desk in an hour, a filing cabinet should be like 45 minutes cake. tops. Piece of cake. This thing, Allie, was, could not have been more confusing to put together. <laughs> because they're behind the times. See, the yes. stand-up desk is ahead of the times. Their instructions are direct. Very they direct. They know what they're doing. Even the in the packaging. The cabinet's like getting directions in 1985. <laughs> Even the packaging was like, when you opened up the desk, it was the parts you needed were on the top. On the t- the parts you needed the last, the least, were on, were on the, the bottom. This oh. was the complete opposite with this filing By cabinet. The way, I'm glad they did that, because nothing's yes. worse than having to take out... I put together a headboard. Every piece of the headboard I had to take out of this wood (laughs) just to get the parts at the bottom, dude. I was like, come on. What is with you? Go on. You triggered me. The desk, an hour. Easy to put together. The filing cabinet, five hours. I spent the entire day on Sunday. I did it in shifts. I guess I got bored halfway through. I was like, this sucks. You you didn't have the stamina to stick through it because it took too long. Five hours total. Total five hours to put something together. That's insane. but I was, you know, I'm proud of it. It looks nice now. We have well, that's one. That's the thing. You feel good afterwards. It's the sense of accomplishment yeah. once it's done. So mm-hmm. my question to you: What the hell did you have to self-assemble? What was your story behind it? That was a nightmare. Was it a nightmare, or maybe it was a piece of cake? One <laughs> of the two. Somebody texted in to four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. What? See, our listeners are so funny. They what? said four hours putting together the filing cabinet. Are you serious? Yeah. They have no punctuation on that. It was really. I love the way they wrote. Almost that. five. Five hours, yes, because all the important parts were on the bottom. The fact that you stuck with it that long and I didn't just go to. buy a put-together one at Office <laughs> It was Max. just scattered. I couldn't just leave styrofoam and everything scattered uh. around. 414-799-1037. It could have been one of those, because I know a bunch of those kids' play sets and some of those things are a pain in oh. the ass to put oh. together. Oh, oh, you just triggered another See? memory. When I was married, my ex put it together backwards, and we had to re- What? Uh, he put some pieces backwards. It was a mess. What was it, though, that he put together? Like it was like one like of the plate. poles. We had to like literally flip it off. We'd oh, have dude, that's somebody, the worst. We'd have somebody come over. I think it was my ex-brother-in-law <laughs> and go, bruh. The thing's backwards. Like, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. <laughs> your, your self-assembly horror stories. <laughs> I forgot 414-799-1037. You can call or you can text, and we'll talk to you next. It's Kiss FM. Um, we're just talking about self-assembly horror stories. <laughs> My friend texted me, I can't believe it took you five hours to put together a filing cabinet. I can't believe you pushed through that. The problem was all these damn little screws, and I had to hand-tighten them all. And that's what took all the damn time, was mm-hmm. these tiny little screws. At least you didn't put it on backwards. Let's go to no. Jamie in Kenosha. Jamie, good morning. <laughs> good morning. She said she was nervous. I said, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> Jamie, it's us. So it's what us. happened? Your, your self-assembly. It's us and 100,000 people. What's the problem? <laughs> yes. I got a dresser from Ikea once. Okay. And it called for two people to put it together, but it was only me. Right. So I, I did it, and the drawers never really closed properly. <laughs> I was like standing, holding one side, propping up the other. It was terrible. It was awful. Oh. So, and then I always am the one to put stuff together generally, and yeah. um, I always, you know, like bookshelves, I always put the back side out. Wait, what now? Like the bookshelf where it has the back of the bookshelf, uh-huh. it's always inside out. So you she see the does it backwards. And okay. I've done that too, where you you stand it up and you realize a piece is on backwards because now you you don't see the finished side. That is the worst. Then you got to you, you got to take apart the whole thing oh. just to flip around one little piece. Girl, that's no, the worst. I just- she just it left up, it. And then it's just, like, there you go. It's an aesthetic. So. It's totally aesthetic. It is. Does Fair it enough. work? It works. That's yes, right. It does. And your so. and your dresser still works too. This, the drawers were a little no. wonky. Um, no, I got rid of it because okay, I was good. so there frustrated. You go. It never shut. <laughs> and it was always, I was like, you know what? It took me a long time to do this, and I'm, I wanted, had so uh, many plans for that dresser, and then. 
someone else's uh, problem she now. She was done with it. Yeah, exactly. Remember so. when we started working from home, um, what, last year, 2020, yeah. and yeah. I had to get a desk, and it uh-huh. took me like three days to finish it because I kept giving yeah. up and yep. getting mad and yep. quitting, and then by the third day, it was together. <laughs> oh, yeah. My five-hour filing cabinet excursion was also several yeah. times with me. Screw this. I'll do it tomorrow. And, Screw this. And, and then I went I back to it. And I got a stupid desk in my bedroom, which really <laughs> looks funny, by the way. <laughs> right? For that one time, it's a, it's a memory, it's Alex. A, it's, it's a, a memory. memory I don't need in my life, right? It's a memorial so work that. desk. Hey, Jamie, thanks for calling, girlfriend. Thank you. See, Jamie. Have a great day, guys. You See, too. you don't have to be nervous about anything. No, Christy's in Waukesha. Hi, Christy. Good morning. Hi. So, what's your self-assembly horror story? What happened? Uh, nothing major, but, um, so, my parents, well, like, I moved in my, like, own apartment or whatever. Sure. And, um, so, they got me this pub table. A pub table. Yeah, like, you know, one of those pub higher pub tables or whatever. Okay. And like a card table? Yeah. Okay. It didn't have any stools or anything like that. All right. So then they bought some for me. And so they just bought two. And um, I put one together. And I thought it was going to be so easy because I used to do everything for, like, my dad and sure. everything. It's I, a chair. How hard? Four legs and a, and a seat. Right. And a back. How hard right. can it be? It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And now I'm in, like, my third place, and I still only have the pub table and one stool. <laughs> Because you didn't put the other one together? <laughs> nope. It's still in the box. And Riggs blames me for being lazy and not finishing things. See, I'm not alone. I'm starting a club, Riggs. Hey, how's that towel rack going, by the way? Is Shut- that, did you put it up yet? It is actually Did up. you really? It's not up correctly, but it's up. <laughs> Good for Aesthetically, you. it looks great, Riggs. <laughs> Nobody knows it's going to fall any minute. It's all about Are aesthetics. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for calling Christy. this morning. Uh, See you, Christy. Yeah. So on three, I, yes. it took me a while to understand her name is Allie because I kept getting. She goes Allie, and I go what? And she's like, No, I'm Allie. I'm okay, like, oh, so okay. your name is also Allie. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Allie, are you there? Yes, ma'am. All right, All right Allie. So what? Do, what was your self assembly story? What happened? Turn okay, down your radio, you please. Turn down your radio, Allie. Just listen That's to us the on the phone. Step. Oh, sorry. Listen You're to good. us on the phone. Here we are. There you yes, go. We so have what a happened? Delay in case I cuss. So <laughs> and I, only for Allie. Go ahead. Not you, her. I think maybe both of you. My life ever was what? putting together my son's crib. Oh, a crib. <gasps> oh, honey, I can't imagine that. That's when I learned the F word. What hearing my father put together my sister's crib. That's when I first learned the F word. <laughs> it took me a week. I bet. And it was the worst thing ever. Uh I had to figure out which screws went where, and then screws didn't fit, and then bars didn't fit, and I cried like five times. Oh, because you're hormonal and pregnant. Were you screaming at your baby in your belly? (laughs) Well, he was already born at this point. Oh, jeez, he was out. out. Was it one of those ones with the little foot thing that you do to lower and raise the front part yeah, of the crib? Yeah. One of those yeah. things? Yeah. Mm. Then you yeah, put a... we had uh, we had the bassinet for him, and I moved oh. into my apartment, and I tried to put the stupid thing together. Oh, cool. and the bassinet was easy. That took me right. like 45 minutes. Bassinets are great, yeah. So five days? Five days. Five oh. days, wow. Just don't move. On you. Don't move and you won't have this problem. <laughs> is it still standing? Did it keep him in? Did it keep the child contained? Is the kid alive? <laughs> but it, did it he did. die? I, He's I fine. actually passed it along to one of my friends oh, good. a few months ago you and was... she had the same problem. Oh no. oh, no. It took her five days. <laughs> well, thank you for calling this morning. Thank At least you, you know that it's it's yeah. it stood the test of time for another person there to have it. Go. And that's good. 103.7 KISS FM. <laughs> you put it together Yourself, your self-assembly oh. stories. What the hell happened? Somebody texted in, by the way, before we get to the callers at 414-799-1037. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was in the studio laughing alone to this one. What are you laughing said, at? My mom, my two brothers, and I were putting together a desk from Office Max, and there was a scene. My mom blew a gasket. We threw it in the truck, brought it back to Office <laughs> Max, and my mom flipped out. We now <laughs> refer to it as the Office Max moment. <laughs> Remember the Office Max moment? Remember? <laughs> I can imagine I you driving back to the store. Screaming, throwing. <laughs> bringing all the pieces. Here, take this back. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Oh, that's a great story. Okay, let's go to Christina in Sheboygan. Good morning, Christina. Good morning. What did you put together yourself? Your oh. self-assembly story. What happened? 
So I had ordered a one of those little folding chair and table sets for my son. Yeah. Okay. Yep. With his favorite character on it. And well, like a little kid one. Yes. Yeah. Are they yes. the plastic and, ones? Um, okay. And it yeah. came, and when it came, it was missing parts. Some of it was broken. What? So I'm trying to get it all together, and I get the table together, but then it comes to the chairs. Oh, boy. And I'm missing screws for the chairs. <gasps> So oh. I go to the hardware store uh-huh. and I take the screws with to try uh-huh. to compare yeah. and find, sure. find Smart more gal. screws and washers. I yeah. like it. And then I ha- I ended up having to go back to the hardware store about five different times. For five different screws? Yeah, for a bunch of different screws. And I ended up just saying, it and screwing it in with whatever I had. <sighs> and now they were supposed to be folding chairs, but they don't fold no more. Right. Huh. And so now, and it now didn't you look go at well. and you look at that table all the time and you swear at it and you hate that table yeah, now. I, Pretty much. I do. <laughs> it's always in the way and it can't go anywhere because they're just sitting up and I right. can't fold them and put them in anything. Thanks for calling this morning. Thanks, Christina. Thank you. Bye-bye. Michelle is in Greenfield. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. What happened when you put something together? So I was moving into my first apartment after a divorce, and it was always my husband that had been the handy one and oh, I went, to I, put things together. I get it. I, I'm still going through that trauma, trying yeah, to figure out how to do it on too. my own. Yeah. <laughs> so it was me and my teenage daughters. We bought a coffee table from uh-huh. Target to put together. Yeah. Sure. Seems and simple. Yeah. It came, you know, with screws, obviously pieces, but the pieces weren't yeah. numbered right. Oh, oh when they don't label or number the pieces, yes. it makes me crazy. I'm like, where's the D? Where's the Where D piece? Where's the F? Yeah, Where's so the F? But they put the G on the L. There's supposed to be two G's in here. Where's hours. the other G? For <laughs> Sorry, we got four triggered. We got triggered. <laughs> four hours to put together a yes. coffee table? Yes, with me and my teenage daughter screaming. We're all yelling at Yes, everybody's pissed. Oh, God. The Allen wrench doesn't fit right. So finally, after four hours, we put it together. We set it in the living room. We set the decoration thing that we bought for it on top, and the thing just collapsed. Oh, God. It just completely fell apart. So, so then what, the next day, my daughter got this great idea to glue it four together. Hours building it, it, it falls apart. apart. It just, I mean, it completely fell flat. Okay. It's like a movie. Something yeah, out of a movie. Go ahead. My daughter was like, let's go get some glue and we'll just glue it. Together. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. Let's just do that. Yeah. So I bought glue, but I didn't realize that it was foaming glue. Oh, no. Oh, no. So That's a mess. It completely foamed up and like was dripping down oh. the sides. It just, it looked. You Poor thing. Terrible. But I, I left it for like a year. I left it looking <laughs> terrible for a year. Yeah. Hey, that is hysterical. You worked hard on that coffee table. Together, yeah. yeah. You worked awesome. very hard on that. Well, thank you for calling in today, Michelle. It's a trophy All now. Right. You guys have a great one. You, you too. too. Thanks By for listening way, this morning. This whole conversation started with Riggs saying he spent how long building a filing cabinet? Five hours. Okay, well, I'll leave you with Five this. frustrating hours. Our genius listener, whoever you are that texted in, said, hey, Riggs. Yeah. You could have bought an assembled filing cabinet at Goodwill for 10 bucks. <laughs> I looked at a Goodwill. I couldn't find one. I went to two different Goodwills. But you're so right. You were a step Keep ahead looking, of me. my friend. Keep looking. It's 103.7 uh, Kiss FM. It's 103.7. Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. It's almost 8 o'clock. Uh, by the way, we have cash to give away starting tomorrow. $1,000 Kiss keyword returns at 8.05 tomorrow morning on 103.7 Kiss FM. Mm-hmm. You could be like the many people who have won from Milwaukee and the surrounding areas. Don't think you can't win 1000 bucks because you can. That's right. Starts tomorrow, 8.05. So, uh, Bradford Beach and everybody, they're taking mm-hmm. precautions because there's a shortage of lifeguards that they have on oh. all these beaches. Just talking to a co-worker of ours who spent the weekend at Bradford Beach, yep. and he said he was had the best time ever. I said, I thought the beach was closed. He goes, no, that, that that's McKinley. Yeah, McKinley's close. I was like, oh, my bad. Well, <laughs> Got it. They're taking water safety very seriously. There was an eight-year-old kid that drowned in a pond in West Bend over the oh, weekend. so sad. So I saw that they're at bringing, a birthday party. Yeah, so yeah. they're bringing a lot more water.
more awareness to swimming and make sure that you know how to swim when you go out swimming in these situations. Swimming is a life skill. It really I is. said this to people. I had a friend who refu- who was there. They were afraid of water, so they wouldn't get their. Ki- I was like, no, this is a life skill. You have to put your kids in swim lessons or yeah. teach them how to swim. I don't. I will argue with everyone on this. It they is said, a, an important life skill. One of the other most important things you can learn is how to float. If you can teach your kid how to float yeah. a little bit, like on your back a little yeah. bit, because that'll help people if you get into a situation where you're caught in a rip current. If you lean back and can float, and you know how to control it. You know how to float because you can relax. Because a lot of times, when, when people drown, it doesn't look like drowning. Mm-hmm. They're like, you you think it's going to be somebody flailing around and screaming, but a lot of the times, it's someone's just panicking. Just trying to get They're their trying to get out, bearings. and they think they can get out, and they just slip mm-hmm. under the water, and you lose them. You've heard the story on how I saved two people from the river in the Dells who were stuck in the current. I was on a boat. Yeah. This was over 11 years ago. They still comment on my Facebook, this group of people. (laughs) They're hysterical. And they were, they had been floating and they got caught in a current. Yeah. If we had not seen them, they were, they would have been, literally, they would have died. Yeah. We talked about it at the time. We went and picked them up. They were just floating farther and farther away. Who were you with? Were you like a lifeguard? No, my ex-husband. Oh, you were just there on for my ex-husband were on uh, on the boat yeah. with our dog, and that was it. Okay. I was. This is back when I was married. We right. went on trips, right? Sure. So we're in the Dells on this boat, and literally these kids were floating and got caught in the current. And I'm telling you, we were the only boat that if we had not seen them, there would have been deaths that day. Wow. And we all agreed on that. It was bad. Like we had to go over and get them. They were. They had. They didn't have a lot of time left. Did you pull them out of the water? Yes. You did. We pulled them out of the water and Jeez. had to put them on our boat. I'm telling you, if I wish they were here How to old tell were these the story. Twenties. So now they're thirties now. So it's funny when they, they when we they're comment like, hey. on Facebook, they're like, "Allie, remember that time?" I'm like, "I do remember that time." Yes, I do remember that one <laughs> the time. One time the current caught you. It could have been really bad. If you you're know? going out swimming just anywhere in like the Bradford Beach area, any public swimming area, know the weather before you go. Know yeah. what it's going to be like before you go because saying when it's warm, it's like 90, but the water temperature is still in the 50s, which can mm-hmm. create some some situations yeah, with the water. So totally know about that before you go swimming. But it is hot out, so. Yeah. Go swimming. Go swimming, right? Kiss FM. Hey, hi. Yo, hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay, so there are two, it's like the king and the queen, Mariah Carey and Jay-Z, have been working together for a long time. She's been a part of his rock nation, his yeah. label. So why is she leaving, working with Jay-Z? Why would she leave rock nation? Yeah, why? Because she said that his it's too big. His, his organization, she wants a smaller group of people working with her. She doesn't like it that she has a huge team of people working on her music and helping promote her music. Okay. She wants a smaller team. So basically, she feels like she's not getting enough time and enough inter- and, uh, attention from the label and that they're probably she probably thinks she's not having any, any having any success because they're not there's too many people working on it. However, <laughs> she's getting lost in the shuffle. She However, feels like it. What? Mariah, if you had a hit, it would be on the radio, honey. Don't well, yeah. tell me for a second. It's not Jay-Z's team's fault. But Jay-Z was cool with it. They agreed months ago that they could go their separate ways. They don't need to work together. If she wants a more intimate experience where people, it's an ego thing. People are all about her. And she feels like that's going to help her career. Then so be it. And, and you know why Jay-Z let her go? Because of what I just said. There's yeah. What Mariah Carey hit is he worried about? What is he worried about losing Mariah at this moment? We belong to all her old stuff, all it's her like, catalog stuff. It's kind of like, Mariah, it's, you, you've had a great run. <laughs> she's still she's still huge by her, by her own rights. Absolutely. She's, she's an icon. I'll do, give her that. Why does Mariah Carey need Jay-Z at this point? She well, could she just do her own thing. She was with working with one of the most powerful music right. people in the world. So, yeah, but now... Working with someone like Jay-Z, who's got a huge, a ton of people working for him, she feels like she's not getting enough attention right. she wants. So she's leaving, going to some place where she'll have a smaller team taking care of her and promoting her music. Go ahead, Mariah. And Jay-Z, let her go. Do your own thing, girl. Bye. It's 103.7 KISS FM. We're getting some good texts. About people quitting their jobs. Yeah, somebody said it's like a relationship that you know it was good, but at the same time, it's not time, if that makes sense. I'm like, that totally makes sense. It's time totally. to move on. You love them, but it's not personal. It's business. It's I get it. It's not you. It's me. Or it's not me. It's you. It's, it's usually when you quit a job. It's, it's not you. <laughs> 
It's me. 414-799-1037. And then somebody else texted in, when I was 18, I quit a bartending job on a napkin. I wrote, I quit. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) What the hell? Ashley's in Exonia this morning. Good morning, Ashley. How did you quit your job? Good morning. Hey. I was with this job for a year and a half. I absolutely love this job. Okay. I cooked food, and I didn't have to deal with the customers. You cooked food, no customers. You loved what you did. Got it. Cool. Great. I didn't know how to quit. (laughs) I wanted to move back to my hometown. Ah. So over the weekend when I had off, I just up and left and moved back (gasps) to You ghosted them? You didn't give any notice? (laughs) Um, Ashley. I wanted to move back for a long time, but I never, like, told anyone. Okay. But... You make it worse. This is like this is like when you deal with it. This is like when you want to get out of a relationship, you cheat instead of just telling him you want to break up and move on. Or when you want to get out of a relationship (laughs) and you just break up and don't say anything, and you're like, "Hello, hello, you could have told me there was a problem." Like the job is sitting there. Like, what's did they did they call you afterwards? Like, what the hell? No, I, I emailed them. Okay. Oh. This happens, and I See, that's the other thing, too, is I think if you're going to quit a job. This is a weak way of quitting, though. I understand that you were yeah. young. You didn't. You were never going to see these people right. again. But at the end of the day, it's really tacky to just bolt from a job. But I also think any job you quit now, you can probably get away with sending an email. Like, I'm here, attached is my resignation letter. I will no longer be employed by the company after if, two weeks. Yeah, but then, you, what, that's your last day? No, you give a notice. A two-week in a notice. You would totally tell our. You wouldn't send an email before telling your boss you quit. Really? I'd send an email first. Yeah. You wouldn't go tell our boss if you were quitting. Not in person. No. <laughs> send an email. Then I think that's that's like a pansy way. No out. way. People, this is the pro. This is my neighbor all yeah. over again. Everyone's well, I just, like, I don't know how to do it. I'd send an email <laughs> with my resignation. People need to really get comfortable talking to other people. This is a confrontational right. thing because they're going to need that regardless. This is all business though, not personal. But everyone's right. in their feelings. Of course. You see the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you ghosted your job. <laughs> We're just so bad as a society at running away from things and oh, not yeah. dealing with them. That's what triggered me and what she digital, said. Digital stuff has made it easy to do yeah. that, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, Thanks yeah. for calling this morning. Thank you, yep. Ashley. Appreciate it, Ashley. Uh, let's go to three. Jeremy is in Janesville. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning. Morning. What's your story about quitting? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll try to shorten it. It's a okay. little extensive. But okay. anyway... So before I came back to Wisconsin, uh, I grew up in Wisconsin, but I had, my wife was from Illinois, so I went out there for eight years. Okay. And I couldn't find a job for a while because I obviously didn't have a work history in Illinois. Uh-huh. And and uh, at my age, 18, 19, it made it a little hard. Well, yeah, right? fair. You're too young. I, well, yeah, full-time yeah. semi-driver now, well, NCDL. Uh, so at the time, I didn't have any of that, and I wanted to get into that. Yeah. Well, I took a spotting job, and the boss uh, was just that guy where he, everything he had was real cheap, and a lot of the time things would break, or right. it would be your fault. Oh, we, we know that. We know that story. Yeah. We've all worked for one of those bosses. <laughs> so, so I put up with that for so a while. you didn't well, have the support and the resources. You needed more support. You needed more resources. Okay, we're all, we got it. You get Go to the on. point where you're quitting. What yeah, happened? What How happened? did you quit? So, so yeah, I told him a couple of times, I said, you know, the pay isn't that great. And I said, dealing with you when the things break, I said, it's really not worth it. I'm thinking about, you know, going over the road or something. And he, he uh, told me I wouldn't get a CDL and stuff like that because I didn't have the experience and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he would give me raises and stuff. He was that kind of guy to try and keep me. I heard you guys mention that. He's yeah. a manipulator. He's like, you suck at your job, but I'll pay you more if you don't leave. One of those guys. <laughs> they drug guy. me out for five years before <sighs> I got my CDL. It's Damn. like when you can't get out of her. It's like the. it really is parallel to a relationship you can't get out of. It's parallel to Now that. we'll go on a vacation together. We'll start having, and then we'll she be more says, intimate. Honey, we'll, 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 we'll go to therapy. And you're like, damn it, I just <sighs> wanted out. And she's like, but no, let's now I have work to work on it. on it. Now I have to work on it. <laughs> yeah. It's yep. totally that. Yes, go on. So, needless to say, uh, one that it was real bad weather uh, a couple years back now in Illinois and Wisconsin. We had like the negative 40s and 50s. Right. Oh, the polar vortex, yes. Yes, we remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so his equipment, like I said, is broke. (laughs) There was a guy that was supposed to be driving that night, and I already worked a 12-hour shift. That's what we worked was 312. Okay. And he calls me up, and 
at my, at my brother-in-law's house. We had a couple of drinks, you know. We got it. Years. We got the detail. You, you are very detail-oriented here, Jeremy. I appreciate this, yeah. but go on. Get so, to the quitting part. He calls and he says, hey, uh, I need a driver. And I said, well, I had a couple of drinks. And I said, it's cold out. Yeah. Is there heat, is there heat in the truck? And he said, oh, no, the, the heater <gasps> went out. You'll have what? to fix it. You will have to fix it. No, no, that's when the boss gets up and goes and takes care of it himself. And you told him you and you told him you'd been drinking, so he knew he was putting you at risk. Oh no, he didn't care. He didn't care. That's exactly right. He doesn't care. He's a moron. You said if you tell a boss and you're a driver, I've been drinking. They should say, okay, never mind. I'll find someone else or do it myself. Yeah, but this is also the same boss who told him he was never going to make it as a truck driver. And look at him now, Jeremy. And then he shamed me for it, made me feel bad about it. He was a bad boss. So you quit. Yeah. So you quit, Hell Jeremy. Yeah, You're yeah. out. You're out. Good for you. Good. Yes. Thank you for calling, uh, Jeremy. I bet a lot of people yeah, in their cars could relate to bosses like that. Totally. That totally manipulate you, shame you, make you feel bad, even though you've done like literally nothing. No, it's they all gaslight on them. you. Stephanie's in Milwaukee. Good morning, Stephanie. Hey, girl. We're running out of time, but tell us your story about quitting. <laughs> what happened, Steph? Hey, girl. So I got multiple. So my first one where I told them to shove off was I was working at a wood shop for about a year. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, they brought in a new girl. She had been there about two months, uh-huh. and she got in my face, and I kind of told them it's either her or me, and they're like, well, we can't do that. And I said, well, then I'm out. Oh, wow. Uh, another one. Yeah. Another You're one, amazing. I was, at a, <laughs> I was working at a deli, and the uh, owner's ex-wife had to work there to get her alimony. And she was cheating, sitting on her butt, not doing anything. And we got wait, wait, stop, thing. hold on, well, Stephanie. You just said you work somewhere where the guy's ex-wife worked there just to get the alimony from him. Is that correct? Yeah, but she didn't really yeah. work. She just showed. Okay, got it. I was fascinated yeah, by that okay. detail. Go on. <laughs> she did nothing. Got on the yeah. kids' butts because I was the manager at night, and it was a bunch of kids that I managed. And then I said, "Well, you know what? I'm out." I'm like, if you think you can do it better, it's on you, girl. And I busted out of there that day and I never wish, looked back. I wish we were all able to quit a job as easily as Stephanie. Yes. Like, my <laughs> friends need you in their life, my friends that are afraid to quit their jobs and Stephanie. go to something new. Because Stephanie's it's, like, it's I'm not taking it from yourself. anybody. Hey, Stephanie, have you ever thought about starting a master class on quitting your job? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would totally watch it. It'd be entertaining to watch. So many of us push through the crap we have to I'm deal with. Like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. Okay. I'm, and then, I'm did going you have, somewhere else and did, I'm reinventing myself. There you, you go. Be whoever you want to be at your new place. She's kind go. of inspirational in a way if somebody wants to get motivated this morning. Yes. Make your, your life. But I would say get a new job before you quit the old one. That's my only advice for respon- the day. Do it responsibly. <laughs> I've had a new job within hours of quitting my last Good one. Good for you. She's ambitious. See, yeah. You can do this if you're ambitious. I like it. Nowadays, if you want a yeah, job, there's please. a ton of how, now hiring signs a lot of places I see. So mm-hmm. you'd be all right. Oh, yeah. Quit. And I've, I'm in my 40s, and I've been doing this since I was in my 20s. There you go, Stephanie. But you're not putting up with any BS. We look forward to your classes coming soon this fall. I'm going to take your number down. I'm going to have my friend that's afraid (laughs) to quit her job call you. (laughs) Give her her a pep talk. (laughs) Happy Best Friends Day. It's 103.7 KISS FM. If you uh, love BTS... Many people do. Huge mm-hmm. BTS fans out there. They're doing a virtual concert. The exclusive link is at 1037kissfm.com. You can win it there because mm-hmm. very few people will be able to attend this That's right. one-time show for BTS. Very nice. 1037kissfm.com. I love a story where someone gets to show a homeowner's association that they suck. <laughs> I love this story. This happened in Racine. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a little disappointed it happened in our backyard. Right. I, was, I will admit that. Apparently. Apparently what happened was there's a homeowners association where in their bylaws that they have, they only allow you to fly the American flag. Mm -hmm. That's it. No Brewers flags, no Packers flags, Mm -hmm. no flags of anything else, no Easter flags, no nothing. They said just U.S. flags. That was it. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy says there's other flags in the neighborhood and this oh, person there are, that yes. aren't American flags yes. like like in this, sports teams or right whatever. so it's Pride Month this guy puts up a rainbow flag Happy a Pride, Pride month, flag by the way yeah Pride Month so he puts out a rainbow flag for Pride Month yeah and somebody reports the flag <gasps> to the homeowners association they did not. one person and the guy that jerk. so this guy that owns Ugh. the house with the rainbow flag was like he's on the board for the association. 
So he was like, all right, I'm on the board. I should follow the rules. It's a stupid rule, but they'll follow it. So instead no, of flying the flag. you change the rules. You're on the board. You run the board. You he change said, the rules. He said there were what other. The hell? He said when the flag thing came up, he goes, he didn't ever even think of that happening. Yeah. He was like, there were other bigger things you're, to you're fry. You're not imagining your neighbors are this homophobic no. and awful that they're going to report a pride no. flag. And then when you realize you live in that, I'd be horrified so, if I was in that community. So he goes, all right, so I can still show my support for the community, for the LGBTQ community. And he changes all of the lights that shine up to his house yeah. to be like rainbow colors. So it's like <gasps> purple, blue, red, orange, <laughs> yellow. So wait, so he took down the pride flag because yep. they made him. Yep. And then he put up spotlights with the pride colors. Yep, so now his house at the end of the cul-de-sac <laughs> is lit up. Purple, blue, green, yellow, orange, red, the whole color it. of the rainbow. And it looks I really cool. It. I just, it blows my mind. I know there's still a ton of homophobic people in the world <laughs> and I don't get it. Which is, I, I, I don't get it. To the, I, I, It drives me nuts. Which I think that's re- way cooler looking than the pride flag because you can see that. That's way more of a statement than just a flag flying. So Some of your damn business off to that guy. loves. Get right? over it. I mean, this is... Ugh, we'll get there someday. How disappointing in that neighborhood. Someday. But good for that guy. Yeah, good for that guy. <laughs> it's 103.7 KISS FM. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay, so Shailene Woodley did an interview with Shape Magazine where she told us a lot of details like how her and Aaron Rodgers moved in together immediately because of the pandemic, that they didn't have a choice. They couldn't be going back and forth every weekend. Too much traveling. So it forced them to start this relationship where they immediately moved in together. She said it taught them a lot about each other very quickly. Shailene Woodley said they got some of the sticky bits out of the way early and she believes they're meant to be together. She said, quote, I have the perspective that I would have met Aaron in any context, any space and time we're meant to be. So she believes even, no matter how she met him, they would have ended up together. What does she mean by getting the sticky stuff out of the way in and the beginning the of a relationship? And all drives you crazy when you move in with somebody. But it still drives you crazy even after you live with them. So. Yeah, or you learn <laughs> if you can handle it or not. You do see how messy people like, are. People that don't they are. live together, like let's say before they get married, blows my mind. Oh, like yeah. I don't know how it, you could... It's people that you're have, asking for a disaster. Everybody has their own interesting habits, their own quirks. You have to live with someone to know if this is even combat, compatible in a yeah. living situation. So Has she answered the real question? Is he going to be at training camp today? I don't because, know. Today is the first mandatory day. Yeah. The and nobody are, knows if he's going to show I think he's going to show up. Sources are saying he is, he, huh? I don't think he is. Adam, think he is. Adam Schefter, who's a very big NFL inside guy. Uh-huh. Usually when he says something, he's nine right. times out of ten, he's right. Well, I am Allie. Is, I am not a big sports person. No, and I am predicting that Aaron will show up for his job because he's supposed to. It'll be telling. It, today's the day we're really going to know. Because the other days were voluntary. It could cost him almost $100,000 if he doesn't show up today, Aaron Rodgers. He's in love. He, you was know already, how it is. he already blew off the, the last one. Cost him five hundred grand. Mm-hmm. He didn't he care. He didn't care. But that right one now. was voluntary. That one was. We'll but see. still, you're the quarterback of the team. I can't see his team. work ethic not showing up to the mandatory stuff. He's I can't picture about it. something. It's well, got to be. I, I, he's in love. He's not. He's busy. Hey, forget about being. He's you guys busy. are like, he's pissed. No, he's busy. Right, but he has a job to do. That We've he's all been up. in a he's new signed. relationship where everything else falls to the side. Yeah, you remember those days. Yeah, we don't neglect our obligations, Allie. Oh, Come on. Have you met people in new relationships who all of a sudden only want to hang out with the other person? person they're with and don't want to do anything else. We've yeah, all met these to, people. But they still go to work at the end of the day. They you, still go well, to work. You hope. You do. <laughs> you hope. So you would well, think today would be there is today. mandatory. Right. And if he doesn't show up today, then we can rail him. That's oh, the yeah. way I feel about it. Well, but we'll see. what I think he's going to show up. You don't. Tomorrow we'll be able to discuss because we'll know. We will. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure both of these people are also listening. If you're one of these two types of people, Allie. Okay. Because it's what, like 930-ish this morning? Okay. Night owls versus morning people. Ah, Which yes. one are you? Like, if you had to pick one of the two, are you more of a person that stays up I later? You enjoy mornings. the evenings? I, ironically, I hate mornings. I hate waking up. When people ask, do I like doing mornings? I'm like, yes and no. <laughs> right. You I love hate, the job. You hate the schedule. I hate to I, no, I, the sleep. I like getting off by noon. Well, yeah. That's But most people don't have that luxury. Look, I am a night owl. Let's cut through the crap. I'm a night owl. You are. So you love staying up late. late. 
but I just can't with our job. I've always been a morning person. I've always been able to get up early for some reason. There is no prop out of bed with a bunch of excitement. No, I want to lay there until I have to physically get out of bed and go to work. There's no dragging me out with excitement. Well, you are a night owl then. And don't talk to me either, by the way, for a good four hours. (laughs) Right. Which is great great. when you roll in here. I can't talk to you for four hours until the show's over. The first four hours when you're awake are here. Jesus. I get the best part of you, don't I? You're an early guy. I love getting up early. Yeah. I like having like a jump start on the day, having things done by like noon. When I've accomplished two or three things by 11 or noon, I feel great. Great. Work wasn't enough for you to accomplish in a day. I'm talking about like on on the weekends. Like if Ah. I get up early on the weekends and get something done, it's great. It's the best. I'll tell you something interesting. I don't know if I'm supposed to pull the door back this much. You know, the busiest, one of the busiest times to shop on the weekend is what? Which we know because you know when people are in their cars moving around. We just know these things from being on the radio. Um, 10 to 2 on a Saturday. You ever go out from 10 to 2? That's when most people do their shopping. They get things done. And then, so I actually go out of my way to go later on a Saturday. Okay. (laughs) You're still busy. Yeah. But pay attention to the busiest times on the weekends. But they say that people that are early birds, like morning people, their circadian rhythm is in much better sync. I believe that. And they're less prone. Circadian rhythm means, but I'm assuming your circadian rhythm, your rhythm in general. Well, that's your sleep wake cycle. That's like what your your internal body that regulates when you sleep and when you wake up. Mm -hmm. Like there's an internal circadian rhythm that you have, Mm. and if it's all out of whack, you're more prone to mood disorders, mood disorders, and depression. So they're saying morning people are a little bit less prone to that. Well, so I'm congrats. just saying, if you are, you're welcome. <laughs> and that explains Thank why you. I have depression and you don't, Riggs. Great! Great! But I was wondering, are, are people, are you more of a morning person? Do you like getting up early? Or are you a night owl? You love staying up late. And some people love staying up late and then they get that mm-hmm. thing called social jet lag, which is when you have to catch up on your sleep on the weekends. So you're sleeping uh, super long because you're out late on the weekends. Dude, work at night. And then nights. you have to get up regular. Yeah. One of my favorite times. The, I, before I did mornings, I did nights. You like I a night loved- shift? Yes, I loved staying up till three in the morning and getting up at like eleven or twelve and then starting my day. I couldn't stand working nights. I haven't done that in fifteen years. Clearly, I'm on a morning show, but yeah, right. Yeah. When I, I loved, had to work nights, I did. A, I worked a night shift, so I had to be at the radio station at like six o'clock. Oh yeah, and then I would work until midnight. It's, yeah, and then I'm done, and I'm up until four in the morning. And nobody it was else the worst. is awake. Nobody else <laughs> You're is awake. All alone. That's the only bad <laughs> right. thing of working nights. You're like, hello, friends. It's one thirty in the morning. Friends? Everything's closed. I'm wide awake. And where are my friends? They're sleeping because they got to work at 8 o'clock. Well, that's interesting. The morning so. people versus night owls. Which one are you? 414-799-1037. Apparently mm-hmm. it's better Somebody to be a morning person. In, I'm neither a night owl nor an early bird. Neither or? <laughs> I am some kind of perpetually tired midday, <laughs> midday pigeon. Morning people versus the night owls. Uh-huh. Who would win in an ultimate battle? I don't Royale. know, but somebody texted in and said that night shift hits differently in your 40s. You're right. I did the night shift in my 20s. You're probably right. It probably Fair. isn't as fun when you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> 414-799-1037. They say that morning people are a little bit healthier mentally. I believe that. Because they have their days. You get up, you go, you're more productive, yep. you feel good. I get it, but I, I, I'm night owl all day long. Mike, our friend is in Hartford. Mike. Mike. Was he on one? He's on one. Mike, yes. good morning. Mike. Good morning, guys. He said he's unloading because he's, you know, a truck driver. I was like, well, we're still putting you on the air. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> you a morning person um, or a night owl? You love staying up late. I am, I am a morning person. Even mm-hmm. even when I was 21, going out to the bar and closing the bar, I could still wake up at 6 o'clock. What? I was probably That's not the smartest place to wake up 6 o'clock after closing a bar, but I could go to work and function. And so you weren't been, even struggling. No, and I've been I've been a morning person my entire life. Like getting up for school in high school is like, okay, let's go to let's go to school. Your yeah. parents didn't have to fling open the bedroom door nope. when you were in high school and go, get up, it's well, noon. Because the, my no, parents I, had to do that every weekend. On the weekends they did, yeah. But during the week I, I would get myself up and oh, be on my way to school. No. I, uh, hell no. No problem. It's nice being a morning person with the baby because Kathleen, like during maternity leave, she would stay up with her overnight. Uh-huh. Your wife, yeah. And then, like on the weekends, because obviously I have to be to work at five o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. On the weekends, I would wake up at four o'clock in the morning, feed the baby, feed the baby, change <gasps> the baby, put it back, back to, to sleep. sleep. She sleeps. And then I could stay up and ah. still function the rest of the day. This is why yeah. it's so much smarter to have kids with two people, unlike me. Yep. <laughs> right. Having a partner, well, they can take a hand you, off some of the work. You wanted I, to have kids with two people. I thought somebody would be there. Were made differently. But yeah, you're right. That, I, I know. I 
I'm I'm trying to make jokes about something I'm yeah. totally over. But yes, it, yeah, that I've is a been, good I've idea, been a Mike. Person. I've been a morning person my entire life. I can't like yard work and stuff like that. I want to get it done right at eight oh, o'clock yeah. in the morning. Me too. Dentist <laughs> appointments on Saturdays. Let's do them at eight o'clock so I can oh, continue oh. with the rest of my day. And it's You're, so good to have the rest of the day knowing you've accomplished exactly. things already. I love that feeling. <laughs> what does that yep. feel like? It feels amazing. Accomplishing things. It feels amazing, Allie. It really does. It's like looking at all this accomplishment in the rearview mirror. To actually do the things on your list and not to just have one in your notes on your phone. Because I don't know that I don't know what that feels that like. That also feels amazing. You should try it sometime. I'm good at making anything, lists. If I haven't done anything by nine o'clock in the morning, I feel like I've wasted the day already. Well, yeah. that makes one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, thanks for calling this morning, dude. Have a good have day, a good Mike. Good luck unloading everything there. Yep. Allie's in Tosa. Good morning, Allie. Other Allie. Good morning. Other Allie. <laughs> you a morning person or a night owl? So I am a night owl who is forced to be a morning person for oh. a single mom. Oh. Ah, yes, so honey. I remember. I, yes, yes. I average three to four hours of sleep a night. Wow. Um, Because I work full time. Okay. I have four kids. I'm a, I'm a single mom of mm-hmm. four. Wow. Go, go. And uh, on top of that, I'm also in nursing school. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So, you go, I'm girl. Just killing myself every day, and I am lucky to be functioning most days. But yeah. uh, you know, do you remember anything? Time. I always tell Riggs. I said the years where my kids were babies. I don't even know how I got up in the middle of the night and then came to work. I don't even know how I did that. I don't remember any of it. I don't know how any mother. I blacked I don't it know out. How, I don't know how any parent does it, honestly. I don't know how parents do it. No. Nope. I, don't I even, separated I, from my ex-husband just before my youngest turned two. Oof. Um, and at the time, we had, <gasps> we had three-and-a-half-year-old twins with special needs and health issues. Aww. And then I, my oldest daughter um, was 10. So wow. it was... A constant battle. Like the boys were, they're both autistic and they also have like a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were in 40 hours a week of in home ABA therapy on top of everything else that I was trying to manage. So it was like managing the schedule of both boys in and out of therapies and everything else. At the time I wasn't in school yet, but it was. I'd be like, screw it. I just need you to stay married to me because I need help. I don't like you, but can you come back? (laughs) Allie, how much time do you have left in nursing school? How long before you're you're done? I just finished my first semester. I did not pass one of my classes, unfortunately, um, because my grandma ended up sick the week of finals. You got a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so I'll be retaking that this coming semester, and then I've got three more after that. Okay. Okay. And then you'll be done. Then you'll be yeah. a nurse. You make that money, money, Good honey. On you. Good yep. on you. I will be an RN Woo! at that point. Awesome. That'd be cool to put on that badge with your face on it and be like, oh, look at this. I worked so hard for it. It'll be good to get that paycheck and work Single like four mom, days a week. and Four <laughs> kids putting more and food on the table. For, I already work for children, so Aww. I'm going to be You're in the door. She's yep. in yeah. the door already. She knows the door. people. I like that, Allie. <laughs> well, thank you so much wow. for calling and keep giving yourself credit because you're doing an awesome job. Props to you, girlfriend. Cheers the, to you. The amount of adversity you faced is a lot. So you go, girl. Good on you. Thanks for calling We're this morning. Through it. And you're, right, she's thanks. a night owl of that. Riggs and Allie. Riggs and Allie. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.